welcome to Not So Peter Priestley Podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Not So Peter Priestley. And you can email us at Not So Peter Priestley at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! Bye! There's six people in a fucking little tiny root, like apartment that's mm-hmm. not even like it can't be. <sighs> and then it can't be legal. I, no. No. And then, yeah. And luckily, the one set of the roommates I had, we all got along. But like, oh, that's I don't know. Like, I'm still in touch with most of them. Oh, that's good. That's really <laughs> like, as good. As far as in touch, I say like they're on my Facebook, but. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But, but yeah, the um, the whole it's such a money grab too. Like they it make is. so much money off the college students with housing here. Mm-hmm. I think they finally put um like a cap on rent or something that they can. Oh really? Hey. I think so, but I could be wrong. I don't know. The um. Places I lived when I had roommates, there was a lot of places that was like only LDS girls were allowed in the house. Mm. Like that was a stipulation. I don't know how that was legal, but anyways. Um, and yeah, it was <laughs> me and my my old roommate. We had moved together, so we shared a room, a big like the big primary bedroom. Yeah, so she and I shared a room, and then there was two bedrooms down the hall. And then there was three bedrooms in the basement. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven girls in one house. Wow. It was nuts. And we paid through the nose for that place because it was supposed to be like a good place. And then I ended up switching rooms with one of the girls. So I had my own bedroom because I Mm. had like crazy hours and my roommate had crazy hours because she was like sometimes working nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one time I was out, I was like at my friend's house, we were like out partying and I got home and one of the roommates was like so upset with me because I was having really loud sex and woke her up. And I was like, definitely wasn't me, but, <laughs> but I'm sure it was one of the other good Mormon. Like they were just like, everything was my fault all the time. Cause like I didn't go to church and I was like, mm. okay, I wasn't home, but somebody else was having sex. So <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh, also it's like are you jealous <laughs> like, yeah yeah maybe you should get some <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was awful anywhere I lived with LDS girls it was such a oh it was terrible it was the worst living with boys is way easier than living with a bunch of girls <laughs> I, I agree yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you wanna, oh I did a little eyebrow waggle to that to make sure that she knew what I was talking about. Anyway, um, <laughs> the I was thinking about this stupid experience I had where okay, so I was in a Spanish college Spanish class at B, class at BYU Idaho, and uh, one of our 
it was either like a final exam or like a, it was a it was a big exam that we had to do and it was an oral <laughs> and um so we had to have a group of three and so it was me and two girls which never happens you know it's never gonna never that whole combination will never happen for me are you even you're supposed to laugh at that <laughs> that was funny <laughs> I was muted. sorry i was muted i was giggling i was giggling but i was muted sorry <laughs> my dog's crawling so i muted and i'm sitting over here going <laughs> uh, anyway um so <laughs> we had gone over they were like come over to my they were they were roommates and so i think that's yeah anyway or they lived in the same complex i can't remember i'm pretty sure they were roommates anyway doesn't make doesn't matter um so they had me come over to their apartment to study like literally that's all like <laughs> and i was there at 11 30 and boys can't be in the apartment till noon. Yeah, yeah. And literally right when I got there, like, I think I'd been there for like 10 minutes. They got a phone call from their RA saying, oh, you can't have boys no. in your apartment anymore for a week. And they had <gasps> they had to do was put a sign in their window saying that they, like, a, it was basically like a scarlet letter type thing. Like, a, oh, we had a boy in our apartment that at the wrong time so we can't have boys in our apartment for until this day and Ari had to come and give that sign to them and say you have to have this in your window yeah I have I felt so bad mostly because I was like we literally were studying like did you tell them we were just studying and they were like yeah and I was like the fuck and I mean (laughs) also you were not interested in them at all yeah one of them had a boyfriend too. The other one was like, I think she had a missionary that she was waiting for. So like there was, and obviously like I wasn't in, like that, you know, even though I wasn't out, I was like, there was no way I was going to be like, I'm yeah, I'm going to make out with these two girls. Have you seen, this is nothing to do with anything, but it made me think of it. That um, video, like that TikTok or whatever, where like the guy's going jogging and he's like making sure that the women jogging know he's not a threat. He's like, Hey sis. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, girl, watch out for the mud back there. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is Jake. <laughs> I've done stuff like that before. Not necessarily to that degree, but like I'll, um, like if I'm out like at a bar or something and I like want to compliment a girl, I'll be like, I'm gay, by the way, you know, or something like that. Like, it's not like I'm not trying to hit on you. <laughs> it's like, like, I think disclaimer, <laughs> not interested, just loving. Loving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah and like at the gym like sometimes I'll like I'm like oh and I in my mind I'm like oh she looks really cute today you know like and then or like yeah she's working there's this one girl that's like she's always there's a couple of girls there that um, women there that like are really fit and they're like you can tell they work hard they just you know and so like and sometimes like there's one that's really nice and like sometimes I'm like I should go up and talk to her and be like yeah you, like get that girl you know like because she's she's like lifting heavy shit and i was just like mm, i'd have to like it had to be a whole thing like she'd probably think i'm a creep you know i have to go through that and i'm like mm. then i'd be like oh i'll just you yeah. know do the whole hey girl you know <laughs> but anyway. my um my husband does that with my sisters every once in a while like he'll it's super funny like I can't remember one of my sisters was wearing something and he like slid up to her and he was like, Hey girl, 
I like a skirt. <laughs> like, <he laughs> as a, like, I'm your brother, and like you look cute today, but I don't want to come across as like I'm your brother-in-law and hitting on you. <laughs> so he's always uh, like, yeah. just, like this silly like, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could like get a recording of him doing it because normally his voice is like very masculine sounding and like very deep and when he like does it it cracks all of us up every time so <laughs> funny oh, so funny awesome. yeah I, um, it's sad that you have to do that kind of thing to make yourself less predatory sounding as a yeah. anyway yeah because he's very like he's very scary sounding like if you yeah. If you like overhear him, <laughs> um, yeah. If you like overhear him like having an argument with somebody about like work stuff or like whatever, he sounds very terrifying. So, yeah. So, um, speaking of what people are wearing, Hegway. Oh my God! What is happening? Hey girl and Segway came out as Hegway. It's cool. Hegway. Hegway. Um, <laughs> it's like that. Hi gay. <laughs> the that video of that girl is just like, hi gay. <laughs> We're selling rainbow. We support you. Stuff, you know that. Kind of, anyway. Uh, so today we're talking about the uh, honor code update from BYU, <laughs> the CES up- update. So <sighs> this is on East Idaho News, <laughs> which is hilarious. So I reposted this on Twitter, I think, and I was, or I commented on it, and I was like, "It's no, it was on Facebook." So I'm on a Rexburg Life Life at Rexburg thing, and they had posted somebody had posted this, and I said. It's sad that this is like the news. <laughs> it's like when our news is like, there's an aggressive deer by the railroad tracks. Please nope. give it space. Rexburg, <laughs> Idaho is shorts now allowed at BYU, Idaho, as church announces updates to endorse- endorsements, honor code, dress standards. This is the guy also, the same guy that covered Lori Vallow, has to do this. I'm like, honey, go into national news because, like, you you Seriously, covered yeah. shit. And yeah. not only did he cover shit, he sat through that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and I listened like, to a lot of minute his stuff. Minute updates. Um, okay, so the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announced updates Thursday. This is uh, August 24 and then whatever. I don't know. Anyway, um, to the student endorsement process, honor code, address, and grooming standards at its schools, including Brigham Young University, Idaho, which is just five minutes from me. Ugh. That means that after a decades-long ban, oh, this is, I should say his name because he's, he's a great guy, Nate Eaton. Um, I don't know. Anyway, the... Uh, that means that, yeah. So shorts and flip-flops will now be allowed at the Rexburg University in a move meant to simplify and unify dress and grooming standards across all Latter-day Saint campuses. <laughs> Why isn't it all the same? I don't, oh, right, because like Idaho is like a better, more to the word of the letter of the law. Right, yeah. And they're, they're, they've been typically stricter than BYU-Provo, but it's... They're, they're, the thing was always that it was, um, oh, well, it's a smaller school, so they're allowed to be. But I found out that they have two different boards that oversaw different sides. So, like, the reason why 
was that BYU Provo had a different board that um, did its honor code while uh, BYU Idaho and Hawaii have have their own boards. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I just find it weird when there's like not continuity. Thank you. (laughs) I say Hegway, you say congruent. (laughs) Geo party. Geo party. Anyway, uh, students on each campus will be allowed to wear shorts, provided those shorts are in keeping with the principles and expectations given. A news release says, previously dress and grooming expectations varied across CES institutions. The new dress and grooming principles and expectations identify an important set of foundational principles while retaining a set of common expectations to assist with the application of these principles. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, although shorts are now allowed, men are still required to be clean shaven, which neatly trimmed mustaches are okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, they've always been okay. I always thought that was so weird. And then, and it, so then when I got in the military and I was like, oh, so it's just BYU grooming standards, basically. Yeah. Well, yay. Because like you can have a mustache in the military, I think. And then you had to get a waiver if you wanted to. Uh, no shave chit is what they if you wanted to and I probably could like I got such bad like razor burn on my neck all the time yeah. that I was like mm, I should qualify for a no shave chit but no anyway. um, I was listening to True Crime Obsessed podcast yesterday and they were talking for some reason about women in the military and how there was like there used to be like a lookbook of women's hairstyles and bouffants mm. are not allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm Dang. sorry, what year are we in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I um well in the dress and grooming standards for the Navy have changed a lot. And it's so they're so particular. I thought BYU was particular, but like the military is like whew. They're a little, like, they little just, strict, are they? They have to, if you measure, you know, like, and it's just, like women's buns could only be so big, you know, like, it's like, I can't remember what it was. Oh and then hair, it had one inch of length, I think is what it was, and half inch of bulk, or maybe I have it the wrong way, but like, so you could have longer hair on top, but it couldn't be like exceed a certain, so if you like pulled it straight, so like if you had curly hair, like if you pulled it long, and it exceeded a certain length, then it would, um, that was wrong. But Holy you always had that the size trimmed and everything. But also no um, beards. Like, I think they're loosening up on that in the military, but like, um, the big reason is because of the, at least in the Navy, it's for the SCBAs for your yeah, firefighting. Yeah. So like, it won't stick to your... Yeah, because there's certain job sites my husband has to go on to that he has to shave his beard off to be allowed into the site or whatever. Because yeah. he has to be, have a perfect seal for the breathing apparatus they have to use. Yep. And that's, see, that stuff makes sense. This shit doesn't make sense. It's all just control just to control. And it's just, just control, yeah. Yeah. And really, a mustache, like people, there's, uh, I mean, I like a good full mustache but like most guys that are like going to BYU Idaho are not <laughs> be able to grow a full mustache I'm sorry you're still children so like when I went there so I many comments them. about mustaches <laughs> mm. 
so <laughs> well, <laughs> so when I would be on de- when I was on deployment, there if we were on deployment for long enough, like if we were underway long enough, like they would allow they would sell no shave chits. So like all the guys would buy them so they didn't have to shave. And then um and it was also a fundraiser for like to put towards uh, events and stuff. And um so <laughs> there were times and like before that though, like mustaches everywhere. And I was like, girl, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You look terrible. There was one guy, he was an officer and he was gorgeous, but like he grew up his mustache and for some weird reason I have never seen this in my life. He had blonde on the sides, like on the right around here, and then it grew like a Hitler mustache in the middle, like black oh, on the no. middle. So like blonde, blonde, and then black in the middle. So he looked like Hitler, and I was like, "Oh, honey, no, no, dye it or like mm-hmm. shave it. Shave it because yeah. you're beautiful, but like not with that." Oh. <laughs> he oh was also an animal, so of course I thought he was like hot. But anyway, he was your type. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, one of the one of the most dense leaders that we had. I was just like. Thank God you're cute, because, like... <laughs> One of the, the arcs I saw that's coming out is called Something About Red Flags. And I was like, oh, they wrote a book about Jake's type. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, Moving I, on. <laughs> I typed two before I, you know, went to therapy, and, you know, it's... <laughs> I do need to go to therapy, so. <laughs> Another reminder, thanks, thanks Dusty. Is he, is he toxic? Perfect, he's Perfect, mine. yes. <laughs> Will he destroy my whole soul? Then yes, yes. Will I that. be crying at the bottom of my shower at some point? Perfect, sign me up. Perfect, sign me up. <laughs> at least the sex will be good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) we're a little punch drunk because we just talked about abuse in our last episode so you know this is fine i can't get coffee delivered to my house so it's just it is what it is uh okay and hair must be clean neat modest and avoid extreme style streams in styles and colors sloppy over casual ragged or extreme clothing is not acceptable (laughs) <laughs> ragged <laughs> uh, so anyway you can't have holes in your jeans <sighs> anyway men and women who attend BYU-Idaho BYU-Hawaii and BYU in Provo, Utah and Ensign College in Salt Lake City have been required to receive an ecclesiastical endorsement from their bishop <laughs> now you want to hear all the questions 12 questions yeah i really do actually because i'm very curious how my ex ever got in when our divorce wasn't finalized and was dating so Ooh, fire all right are you striving to deepen your testimony of god the father his son jesus christ and the holy ghost are you striving to deepen your testimony of the restoration of the gospel of jesus christ are you striving for moral cleanliness in your thoughts and behavior yeah. Do you obey the law of chastity? <laughs> just rolled her eyes at that. <laughs> Do you sustain the first presidency in the quorum of the twelve apostles as prophets, seers, and revelators? 
What what about kids that aren't LDS that are getting on like a sports scholarship? They have to answer these too. Yeah. And they're like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they. That's a good question. That is a really good question. Well, shit. Now I don't know. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't research that, Dusty. You're supposed to stick to the script. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I have a script. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't I not send that to you? Dang it. <laughs> it's in it's in the mail with my payment. In the mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. With your it's your check with your your monthly payment. I know. Send me to collections. It's fine. Um, do you support or promote any teachings, practices, or doctrine contrary to those of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? <laughs> do you regularly participate in your church meetings and strive to keep the Sabbath day holy? Do you strive to be honest in all that you do, including keeping the commitments you have made? <laughs> <laughs> the church educational <laughs> The church educational system is supported and funded by the tithes of the Church of Jesus Christ. Are you a full tithe payer? Do you obey the wisdom word of wisdom? Are you striving to live the teachings of the church and keep the covenants you have made to this point in your life? <laughs> Uh, are there serious sins in your life that need to be resolved with priesthood authorities as part of your repentance? Hmm. Did he not, hmm. your ex not like, uh, I don't know, abuse you? So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. but you know, he was just being a husband and I was not being a submissive wife. So, really, it was my fault. Yeah. 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 He was just trying to bring me into, you know, repentance. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> the student ecclesiastical endorsement has historically emphasized the CES honor code and dress and grooming policies. This change better aligns the topics addressed by church leaders in their interviews with their core ecclesiastical responsibilities. Thus, as an ecclesiastical interview, it will focus on a student's efforts to grow spiritually and meet ecclesiastical expectations. Leaders say focus groups were conducted at church schools to gather input from students to the development of these changes. The presidents of the universities met and felt that the new updates would inspire both students and employees. Okay, okay. So short. <laughs> they went they went to kids in school at BYU and said, Okay, what changes should we make? And and it wasn't, you know, allow LGBTQ kids to thrive and feel safe it was i need to be able to wear flip-flops yeah and shorts <laughs> want to wear shorts oh my god mckinsley like her feet sweat and she needs to be able to wear sandals <laughs> uh, yeah priorities you know that's but we're gonna get into the lgbtq thing but the Jip the Qua. The Jip Oh my yeah. god. Have <laughs> you not heard that before? <laughs> yeah. Sounds fancier when you say it like that. The Jip <laughs> Um <laughs> The updates are principle based, provide consistency across the US institutions. The changes are designed to help students grow closer to Jesus Christ and strengthen the overall student experience because shorts bring you closer to God apparently now. So. Absolutely. It's that the uh, caps just make me want to just kneel down and pray. <laughs> well, kneeling down. <laughs> hey, yep. prayer can happen in different ways, Jake. <laughs> well, I, I'm aware. Yes. Um, There's a lot of oh my gods that happen on these. It's fine. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. So I have, let's see. Then there's this other side of the update. So this is from KUER uh, 90. I don't know what that is, but um, it's written by Martha Harris. This is from August 30th. Um, speaking of Legibitaqua students at BYU, Idaho, BYU, all the BYU schools. Uh, for queer students, the honor code update picks at wounded feelings of belonging. In 2020, a section titled Homosexual Behavior was quietly removed from BYU's honor code. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which owns the private university, later clarified that even if the wording was removed, the standard remained the same. <sighs> An updated honor code for 2023, so this is just three years later, um, has now added back language that explicitly prohibits staff and students from same-sex romantic behavior. That's the direct quote, same-sex romantic behavior, among other changes. The other changes being the shorts, only can wear shorts. Cool. Uh, the code will also apply to students and staff at BYU-Idaho, Hawaii, and Anson College. Uh, whenever church education leaders reiterate the policies regarding same-sex relationships, Rachel Billings, a queer BYU senior and vice president of the Rainbow Collective, said she feels the message is always the same. Every time it just feels like leaving, someone's showing me the door. Not telling me to leave, but showing me the door. The new code goes into effect on August 30th and classes start September 15th, September 5th. Billings said this reminder makes the first day of school feel heavy. Gracie Purcell, a lesbian student and president of the Rainbow Collective, described it as having the same wound reopened over and over again. So let's just talk about that whole romantic, same-sex romantic behavior can be, it's so like ambiguous. Well, yeah, and it's very, and I think it's on purpose that it's ambiguous and great because does that mean holding hands? Exactly. Does that mean Trapping laying your head on somebody's shoulder? Like it's so open to interpretation. And I think it's in a way to weaponize to, to you know, target certain people. It becomes like, a weapon. Yeah. Like how many times have I taken my friend's hand and we have walked through a crowd as to not lose each other? Yeah. There's nothing romantic about it, but to an onlooker, they might see it as, two, you know, two women that are yeah. les my possibly lesbians. They're having yeah. romantic feelings for each other. No, I just don't want to lose my friend because I have social anxiety, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and then there's, I mean, in the military, the straight, quote unquote, straight men that I would, um, that I've worked with, like, they would do some of the most gay shit ever, you know? So I'm just like, and they would say like bro, like bromances and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm, they would, mm -hmm. there's all sorts of shit that would go on. And it's like, you know what? Like if that, you know, in casual, like, okay, if you're just like chilling with your, and I will say that like, it probably would like stuff like that would happen more with, with among women because like mm -hmm. the women are going to be holding hands more. You see friends that girl women are more just, physical with our affection. Yeah. 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 I mean, and towards, me, towards other women, like, yeah. And uh, also towards men, but like, obviously like you're, 
it's a little more um, socially acceptable to for a girl to hold hands with another girl too. Like, yeah, it's just cool, you know. Like we're just walking down the street, being all cute, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or like linking arms and just yeah. like snuggling together and yeah. chatting about stuff. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. But um, even it's then, not, like, it's very rare to see two men run up to each other and embrace out of excitement of seeing, unless it's my husband and my brother-in-law, then there's usually like a leg around wrapping and <laughs> dipping half. It's very, it's a very specific case, but, um, but in general, <laughs> like, I think I, I know in like, um, like I would run into like a old mission buddy or whatever, like on campus, I'd like hug them, you know, it wasn't like, so are hugs like considered same-sex romantic behavior too? Like, are we supposed to just like so the wrong person? It might be, and then I like I say, I think they're using it so that they can target people that they already have inklings about and say, mm-hmm. well, it made so and so feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it really does become like a witch hunt. So, uh, let's see. So they um, this is from Gracie is continuing Gracie. Gracie Purcell, she's the president of the Rainbow Collective, which is like an LGBTQ group on BYU campus in Provo. They kind of give some time in between for you to settle and be like, okay, I can work through this. I can be okay. So BYU students specifically have gone through a lot of trauma according ever since, um, especially ever since Jeffrey R. Holland's talk about the muskets. And um, they've said there's been countless accounts of people saying how the the environment has changed ever since that and so um some for the better and that there's been like an outpouring of support but then there's also been an outpouring of like the other side obviously and so it's becoming very polarizing and the word on the street <laughs> i say the street is in twitter is like when this was coming out they were like good and there was one particular person who called, said, I'm glad my tithing is going to stop this, quote, faggotry in Provo. So um, there are doesn't people. That, doesn't that just make you feel sick to your stomach that people like that exist in today's society? Exactly. And they're just like out there spewing this hatred. They just like, they don't care. Yeah. Oh, it just makes they me feel. They feel justified Ill. in saying those things because they think that they're somehow better than uh other people and that they and that they're so then they're so self-righteous in and comfortable in their position of like we're the true church that they can say whatever the fuck they want because they see this as a sin and so they see oh now they're being harder harsher on uh lgbtq students so why are they even there that's another conversation that people have been having is like why do why do they even go to that school then if they know the um and it's like okay there's cheaper tuition for one for two some people don't have the fucking choice some people it's like oh their family is only going to pay for the for schooling if yeah or they got a it's full like ride saying, if you don't like mass shootings in American schools, why are you living in America? Like yeah. it's because that that that's where you have to be at this point in your like. Yeah. That's such a stupid question to ask. Like, you, like you're right. Some people can only afford to go to a church school. Some people's parents are only willing to help them if they go to be church school, and they're also assuming that people know that they're gay when they go into the school. Yeah, they like, might not have come I, to 
Yeah. Like say you're, uh, this was an example I gave, like I was like a junior or senior when I was first, when I really started coming to terms with my sexuality and I was like, I am not going to quit school here and in order to, and the, I'm already this far along, I've got like a year left, like I'm not going to just like stop school just so I can be out and proud, you know, like there's, there's so many different instances that they're just like mm-hmm. mm, no they just see this one thing they have this in their mind that like oh a gay student went to this chose to go to the BYU and then and now they're just mad that this policy is happening and it's like okay you're not looking at like the bigger picture here yeah and you're you're only framing it around your own experiences too and the um what was it the the fact that there's like LGBTQ groups like clubs among the that this is even a conversation is like still blows my mind sometimes because like when I was going to be away Idaho this was not even you didn't even you didn't talk about being gay like that was not so I will say that that's like at least there's conversations happening and there's groups that they can go to for support but like it's still it, there's still groups among a very toxic environment so anyway uh so she says gracie says they kind of give me oh yeah okay so and let's see and then they reaffirm that we're lgbq students not welcome and it just starts all over again both purcell and billings however said they appreciated the policies regarding lgbtq students are clearer now than before obviously we didn't wish for it to be clear in this way and to have it be a negative thing uh, the previous honor code said students and staff must live a chaste and virtuous life, including abstaining from any sexual relations outside of marriage between a man and a woman. So at least that's still vague, you know. Yeah, like, it's very, and it's also like, I don't know, like, why can't we just have it as an umbrella of like, just don't have sex? Just don't, you know, remain a virgin, remain pure, or whatever. Why do we have to get into the nitty gritty of like who Outside you're having marriage. sex with? Yeah, like and it shouldn't. It should be treated the same. A boy and a girl have sex. There should be, you know, I'm not saying this is right. I'm saying people should be allowed to have sex. But go with me on this. A boy like, and a girl have sex. They should have to follow the consequences of them having sex. A girl and a girl have sex. They should follow the consequences of having sex. Like it shouldn't yeah. be. You shouldn't be kicked out because of who you chose your partner to be. Right. It should just be like, oh, you had sex before marriage, regardless of what it is, who it was with, you should face those consequences. And that's, yeah, like, that why goes is along it with their doctrine a, more than yeah. saying like, oh, the more it's because you had sex with a, like, they would look more harshly on a student that has sex with someone of the same sex versus somebody who has sex with somebody of the opposite, yeah. which doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't make sense at all. I, I know of people who went to BYU, had sex, and there was no consequences for it. I also know people who have gone to BYU, have come out as gay, and have lost their place at the school. So that doesn't track to me. Nope. That is that is not an equal footing for anybody. And, exactly. And I know it's because being gay is a sin, which is such a... I can't even with that. Yeah. But it just... It's... It but it becomes, great. it's like you're cherry picking what sins yeah. are worse. And yeah. you're saying like, this one's a worse sin. So you get to get kicked out while yeah. we're just going to look the other way while all these other students that are straight are having sex. Yeah, because Tommy got 16 
touchdowns this season. So he can have as much sex as he wants. But, you know, Billy over there likes boys, so we're going to kick him out. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, The the updated code reads, live a chaste and virtuous life, including abstaining from sexual relations outside marriage between a man and woman. So that's what it used to say. Living, and then they added this part, living a chaste and virtuous life also includes abstaining from same-sex romantic behavior. So it's that second sentence that they added. Uh, And then also, so this is for Billings, it hurt to read that living a chaste and virtuous life was not compatible with same-sex romantic behavior. So there's also, this speaks to the stigma around gay people that um, we just are out here having sex all the time and like that it's, you can't be, you have no self-control once you've gone that way. And once you've relented, you know, once you've let yourself, let Satan tempt you so much that you're like, you have no self-control. I've been told that so many times on Twitter, especially like that I have no self-control. And then I, and I'm like, okay, um, it would be, this might be TMI, but like, I just, I don't have, I'm not out here having orgies and whatever. Like, I, and my time in the Navy was not just a bunch of orgies and like a bunch of sex. I mean, it was fun. I had my fun, but I didn't like, it was not like anything worse than like, there were some straight men and some straight women that were having way more sex than I was. And there was, they were way more open about it, which is fine. I love a good safe, as long as you're having safe consensual sex and it's, um, and you're being protected and whatever. As long as everything's good, you, like, that is great. But there's, like, I'm sitting here, like, people find out I'm gay, and they think that I'm having, like, all these, like, sexual experiences, and um, that I'm just this big old slut, but then straight people can do the exact same shit and be, it's okay. Yeah, it's, they're just sowing their wild oats. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, even if it's not compatible with the gospel, I do believe that it is compatible with being a virtuous person. That was some really strong phrasing, Billings said. Uh, the leaders of the Rainbow Collective, the Out Foundation, and Understanding Sexuality, Gender, and Allyship, three groups focused on LGBTQ plus BYU students and alumni, uh, issued a joint response. They said they saw a discrepancy between the treatment of same-sex romantic behavior in the church handbook and its treatment at affiliated schools. The statement points to a speech that church president Russell M. Nelson gave in 2019. In talking about the church's policies, Nelson said, we also clarified that homosexual immorality would be treated in the, in the eyes of the church in the same manner as heterosexual immorality. So it just goes back to what you're saying. Yeah, it's that's what it should be. It's the, same, it's the same sin. It shouldn't matter the... The partner. The partner. The parties it involved. Matter. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. It's, if you're going to say this is a sin, then treat it all the same. Don't pick and choose just because you have a problem with who they were with. Yep. Uh, While the policy has not changed, Billings worries about how this reminder will affect her interactions with students and faculty. Every time something like this comes out, it empowers people who want to be hateful. I don't think it makes new hateful people, but it empowers people who already are. So it gives voice to the people who are, who already have those feelings. It's like that guy that just said whatever he said on Twitter was he already had those feelings. Um, he just felt it was a safer environment for him to speak them out loud. Like you yep. said that you said the quiet thing out loud. Yep. Which I hate that. I hate that so much. 
So she goes on to say, it makes me scared that students that I go to school with or potentially faculty and staff members might feel like I don't belong in their classes and might treat me as such because some have in the past. Jacqueline Foster is queer and graduated from BYU in 2018. They were not surprised by the update, but are concerned. Even before the language was taken out of the honor code three years ago, Foster said it seemed like BYU's honor code office was relaxing how it dealt with LGBTQ plus students. They're worried about how this, what this change signals. Even before that change in 2020, I think some queer students did feel comfortable being openly queer and not worrying so much that innocuous hugs were going to get them in trouble, Foster said. We're not just returning to February 2020, it's about the tra trajectory of the re retrenchment. Uh, so it's just, yeah, Foster said LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus students are likely feeling some extra stress and it's important they find a community where they can be supported. You want to have at least one place where you can process those feelings. And honestly, like while you're at school, you've already got stress enough as it is. There shouldn't be that extra like. So just you as a person are going to be victimized for something mm -hmm. like. Oh. Yeah, it's hard enough being a uh, gay person or queer person in general, like in mm -hmm. in society that doesn't. And there's but at least there's places like they said there's places you can go mm -hmm. where you can feel more comfortable and you can, and some people like these LGBTQ students at BYU for a moment, they like home probably wasn't like a safe place for them. And maybe for a moment they felt like, Oh, BYU is actually coming around and like, I'm actually starting to feel safe. And then this happens. Yeah. And then the rugs pulled directly out from under them. And like college is such a, it's such an important time to like learn about yourself and learn about like who you are as a person outside of your parents, you know, influence and what you really think about and to be so completely stifled that you can't even be true to who you are as a person is, I mean, straight students or queer students, they should be able to express themselves and figure out what it is that makes them tick as a exactly. human being, as they're developing and growing. And instead they're being made to feel like just who they are as a person is wrong and being pushed into marriages with another individual who doesn't even have like their full faculties all developed. Like it's just yeah. a very toxic environment in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Oh, agree. I agree. Uh, let's see the church's announcement of the updated honor code reads LGBTQ students are welcomed and valued part of the campus community and share a common identity with every student as sons and daughters of God. The yeah, announcement okay. adds, well, so, okay. the announcement adds, same-sex romantic behavior is not compatible with the principles included in the CES Honor Code, as in years past, each situation will be handled on a case-by-case -case basis to help each student feel the love of the Savior and to encourage them to live their gospel covenants and university college commitments. Yeah, so, also, I will point out that Martha Harris very clearly is in the LGBTQ family. <laughs> not not judging, but also, you know, very apparent in her profile picture, their profile picture. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I just, it's more just, I would like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. It's just. Yeah, it's know. just more hurtful rhetoric that they spew yeah. out. Anyway, that's the update. That's the big news that we had in Rexburg, the shorts, and also 
you know, gay, you can't be, have same-sex behavior. Just reminding you, yeah, don't, don't be gay, just a quick reminder. And the thing that those two things have in common, too, is that, like, uh, the shame around your yeah. body and the shame around your feelings, your behaviors, um, for the longest time, and the hiding, so... Now it's going to be the shorts. That could be also a witch hunt too. Like, oh, her shorts are really, really short. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm, that's wrong. Does she so roll in her garments? Way. Is she wearing too small a garments? Or he? That's or another whatever. way to victimize people who are and shame people for not being totally strict on the teachings and the doctrine. And it's not even like doctrine. Like the thing is like. It doesn't even go with their handbook, but then it's also like, tell me in the Bible, <laughs> and even in the Book of Mormon, there's nothing about homosexuality in the Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. There's also nothing about sandals being off limits. I mean, the Nephites wore sandals. Wore <laughs> uh, so, you know. Jesus wore a dress, so like... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was robe, but you know, you know, it's fine, but... <laughs> I don't, this whole nitpicking of like, oh, you got to behave a certain way. It goes back to our conversation about how Satan's plan was to uh, define everything to get you back to, back to heaven. And then, um, but then Jesus's plan was to allow free agency, but then, mm, then you got BYU and this is, that's kind of where it started for me was when I was at BYU Idaho and like, I would get told like, Oh, you can't, this is how you have to, and praying in classes every day going, and then I'd go to work and I'd go to desert book for work. And I'd go to, at some point I worked at Walmart too, but like I, um, I can distinctly remember, I think I talked about this before there was devotional happening and droves of students going towards devotional. And I had to go to my part-time job so that I could afford to eat. <laughs> so, um, well, Jake, I, you should have just starved and been more, yeah. been to devotions. Like, yeah. Cause ugh. my sacrifice would go noticed by Jesus. And then I would be blessed by celestial Jesus. And mm-hmm. I would, I wouldn't need the money. I wouldn't yeah. need the food. I would be yeah. spiritually nourished by the words of the speaker at devotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I hate it so much. <laughs> Well, and that was so that I actually got stopped by one of the guys, a guy that I knew from my ward that was like, hey, devotional this way. And I was like, hey, work this way. Like, I can't like <laughs> it's not because I'm like evil and like because I'm like not being as. And also there's I have the free agency to not go to that, even if I weren't going to work, <laughs> I can go take a fucking nap. And you can leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, they love to tout the free agency thing when it's convenient for them, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. I just but cannot it's, with it's free agency when you're choosing good, but it's mm-hmm. uh, Satan. It's Satan when it's bad, when it's, yeah. Yeah, Satan tempting you when it's bad. Yeah. So. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's all ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, oh, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah so if you are a listener in your byu any of the schools just know that you're loved and <laughs> you're an lgbtq student especially you're loved and yeah. you're seen and um if you need support there's 
I don't know. I don't even know where you can go, but just don't just Sounds like uh, the Rainbow Connection's a good place to Rainbow go. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is all. Any other things? No, I I'm infuriated and I'm <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I, it's almost I just... like it's so straightforward that like and I the thing is I keep thinking about like how there's the like members would see that and be like oh yeah of course like duh like they don't see the harm in it I don't think but anyway yeah it, and that's the frustrating part is that it just because it's not their experience they see nothing oh they get to wear shorts now like they're not seeing the other yeah, on that yeah oh by the way anti-gay rhetoric is just shoved right there like uh-huh. yeah it's frustrating because even i like i was like oh they can wear shorts not even realizing but like <laughs> by the way <laughs> like yeah. it's just it's disgusting well and Everybody it's interesting should... that the um the, just uh in a search for that like the thing that does come up first is the shorts it's not the it's not the lgbtq and that's, I think that's 100% on purpose. I think that's not by coincidence. I think that it was designed for, <laughs> it's like a compliment sandwich or something good, bullshit, and then we'll end it with something good. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. <sighs> well, I guess we can end it with something good. <laughs> we had bullshit in the center. <laughs> 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 Go get a pumpkin spice latte, everybody. Uh, or an oat or apple apple crisp oat macchiato that's what I want although I'm gonna try that this weekend it's so good it's so good